I watched one once. It was on TV. I got about forty-five minutes in, and the first like half an hour was just a flashback to like the first thing he stole, and then someone else wanted it. I don't know. I only know Indiana Jones from the Lego games. It was the start of one of the movies, and it's like when he's young, and him and his friend are like. They go on a field trip and run away and like look at people digging up like a tomb and they're like gonna sell all the stuff so he steals a bit. This belongs in a museum. And he yeah, and then he gets all the way home and then the people just show up at his house and they just take it and then like it flashes back to current times and he's stealing it off him again. Like it's fucking boring. Ladies and gentlemen, this is been our episode about Indiana Jones. <laughs> Alright. Ladies and future boys, welcome to another Ed Gang Thursday with the School for Wayward Nerds. I'm your host, Terry DePola, and today we are covering the hypnotic and spectacular Quentin Beck and the Legacy of the Mysterio. Joining me, as every other week, we have Kaya Steen. Hiya! Megan Chickadilla. Hello. And Trey W. Cola. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, subscribe, rate, and review. If you want to keep up to date, follow us on Twitter at wayward underscore nerds and on the Facebook. Alright, without further ado, let's get into the basics of this severely underrated character. Um, Mysterio first appeared in Amazing Spider-Man 13 of June 1964. He was created by Mr. Stan Lee and Steve Ditko, like almost all famous Spider-Man characters. Um, however, the man under the dome, Quentin Beck, was a henchman for the Tinkerer in issue 2 of May 63. Um, the same writing team um, and art on that. Old Quentin was a very talented stuntman and a special effect expert. His abilities and skills start to overtake his, the movies he's working on and he becomes bored with it and tries to branch into acting. Unfortunately for Quentin, he kind of looks like if Spock and an orc had a baby. Oh. Yeah, he's still like a. Okay. The more you know. Yeah. The more you know. Is it? Yeah. Um. Uh, where am I? Yeah. If he couldn't get recognition as an actor, and no one ever gets any behind the scenes of movies, he decides to take what he knows into the streets as a superhero. Oh. Wow. How noble of him. But I hear you asking, Meg. Whoa. There is already a Spider-Man in New York City and no other superheroes, so how can Mysterio become a superhero? Maybe. Well, by framing Spider-Man and getting him off the hero scene, that's how. Oh, shit. Yeah. Using his stuntman knowledge and special and practical effects, he would make the Spider-Man look like a cock, and then he would reveal himself as top boy by apprehending like, the webhead. Like an actual cock? Yes. Wow. Like a chicken or...? Uh, yes. So, meanwhile, dumb old Peter Parker... See Spider Man in the news doing shit like punching babies and trying to use the drive through while on foot. <laughs> um, he comes to the, he comes to the conclusion that he developed multiple personality disorder. Oh, what? Um, in reality, that was just like a boring museum theft or some other fucking cliche that Spider Man appeared to be doing. Uh-huh. I like that. That's his go to. It's like, oh, I'm definitely insane. It couldn't be any other explanation. <laughs> There can't be anything else. Yeah. There's definitely not an imposter or anyone cosplaying as me. Um, during Parker's little inner crisis, the mighty Mysterio reveals himself to the workers at the Daily Bugle. Um, when he reveals himself, it's a good point for us to discuss the visual. Um, I, I fucking I love the costume. 
Um, oh, it can be goofy and stupid as shit. But, but when they it make it look cool, it's pretty damn cool. Yeah, it can be really like mystical, sinister, and just the tits if it's drawn correctly. Um, me and Kai were talking about it. He kind of looks like if Fortune Teller's table with a crystal ball on it just got up and started harassing you. Yeah. And then wore cool gloves. Yeah. Pretty gloves. They got like bits on. But they're bits. Hey. They're, they're like a. We actually yeah, paint, paint a picture for the listeners of what the boy looks like. Yeah, I might have to. Do you want to go? Do you want this one? That's a bit far away. Okay. My glasses. Okay. Um, <coughs> I was going to talk about the cosplay that you were really excited about. Oh, that was Stanley's great. Comic Con. I do just have like a small exercise ball on his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> but he had to like he couldn't move with his costume on so he had to like bunch it up and hold it above his head and when someone would be like can I get a picture he just he'd go hang on a second and they had to like the down. entire team had to like wiggle him and then he'd like it's the most impractical <laughs> shit we'd ever seen it was really fun okay so going off the current image I'm looking he's got like a green super tight got some green um, boots and gloves in the bandier. They're like straps ripped around. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a very majestic purple cape, like a scarf that like. It's it's the closest thing to a turtlenecky cape in history. Yeah, yes. it is. It's a really big cape. And and then just either a fishbowl or a crystal ball or a, like any of that, just on top. When he reveals himself to the Daily Bugle, he. Tells the reporters and J. Jonah Jameson that it's time for the Spider-Man to be brought to justice. Um, obviously J. Jonah's super wet for that idea. And Mysterio leaves a challenge for Spider-Man to come and face him on the Brooklyn Bridge. When Parker arrives to see who called him out, he finds out Mysterio is a man who plans very ahead, um, using smoke bombs to cloud his spider sense and chemicals that melt webbing to force the spider puss into retreating. At this point, between like the gadgets and being mean to other superheroes, he's almost a Batman. Almost. Except for the museum theft. <laughs> Alright, with Spider-Man pissing off, hiding being a little girl, um, Mysterio is now the champion of New York City. Um, he gets the fame he always wanted, and he gets, like, a parade and shit and everything. At the ceremony, saw loser Peter Parker shakes the mighty hero's hand and plants a tracking device on it. Um, and as Spider-Man, Parker follows him to his Mysterio hideout and questions him about the framing earlier. Uh, what Paul Quinton doesn't realise is the answers are being recorded, and just to be an extra dick, Spider-Man then meets him up and has him arrested. Oh. Um, after his disgrace and arrest, Quentin and Beck had a new mission to destroy that little pecker who put him in the situation in the first place. His origin humanizes him more than Spider-Man in this issue, I think. Yeah. He's very sore loser, like the whole fucking... Sure, the frame job was a cheeky thing for him to do, um, and New York literally has hundreds of superheroes already, so having a Spider-Man already really doesn't fucking matter that much. Um, I would have liked to have seen him defeat Spider-Man, but then realise he has to beat the Fantastic Four now as well. And then the Avengers. Oh, no. Imagine yeah. him going up against the Hulk. <laughs> Punched in the head immediately. <laughs> From this point, he's jo- he joins Dr. Octopus and the Sinister Six and went on in the team or on his own battling with Spider-Man and being visually and psychologically amazing for like 50 years. Yeah. I think we're 55 at the time of recording this. Um, 
At one point, he, oh yeah. At one point, taking up a fake identity, Ludwig Reinhardt, oh. and becoming Spider-Man's psychiatrist, not Peter's, Spider-Man's, and almost convinced him he was insane and should reveal his identity. No. Good boy. What? No. Yeah. It's pretty Spuddy. good. Ow. Another important piece of the Mysterio legacy is his death in 1999's Guardian Devil, uh, written by Kevin Smith with art by Joe Casada, who now owns Marvel TV. Mm. So he's a good boy. Yeah. It's weird for an artist to do that. Yeah, like go into something that's not really just it, art. I mean, he doesn't draw for it. It's weird. Yeah. <clears throat> um, in this story arc, Daredevil has to protect a baby who could be the second coming of Jesus or the Antichrist. What? Yep. Meanwhile, Karen Page rolls back into town to announce she's got AIDS. Oh, of course she does. Meanwhile, Foggy Nelson is also up shit creek without a paddle, being framed for a murder, and then his mum fired him from his lawyer job. Oh. <laughs> Guest starring Black Widow, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man, Daredevil's uh, life is becoming a real fucker. It's an absolute clusterfuck. It always does, it seems. Oh, but it's all—it's not all a coincidence, track. It's revealed just like last time. <laughs> just like every fucking time that fucking Karen Page got down. She is, she's the root of all of it. She just fucks everything up. Yeah. It's revealed oh, the whole scenario has been planned and orchestrated by Mysterio. No, it was Karen. Yeah, man, he fucking faked the AIDS letter, I presume. <laughs> he... It's not hard to fake a letter. <laughs> <laughs> he just wrote somewhere in her house, you got AIDS. <laughs> you got AIDS. Um, and he murdered someone and made it look like Foggy did it. Aww. He did some stuff to get his mum to fire him. Um, <clears throat> he then kidnaps the potential Jesus baby and then goes into this big monologue with Daredevil. He rants about how he has been a great villain for so long and has never gotten jack shit recognition. And when he found out about his inoperable tumour, he wanted to go down in a blaze of glory, kind of like Deadshot does. Mm. Um, he thought Daredevil was a good adversary because um, he's, you know, talented as, and accomplished as fuck, but he's also just as underrated as Mysterio. Uh, this is before the Daredevil TV show, and it's also before the Ben Affleck movie. So at the time, he was like definitely underrated. Yeah, scary to think about. Um, Mysterio also thinks Daredevil is a dark enough dude to do a kill, but Daredevil doesn't give him the satisfaction, takes the baby, and just kind of leaves. <laughs> Leaving Quentin Beck to shoot himself in the face. Oh, classic! Is yeah. that that panel when it's like his fishbowl things all cracked and it's like? Well, no, I don't think he has. That. There's a really um, cool part of that'll be from Marvel Zombies. Yeah, when you can see oh. a brain in it, that's zombies. There's a really cool. He's a cool visual. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that's what I remember it from. I think. Yeah. I remember a panel. So after he Cobains... A teleporter named Francis Clum. Toby. <laughs> Francis Clum, everybody. Clum. Yep. Um, gets the Mysterio costume and then tries to take over the school Peter Parker is currently working at. Um, this is after Civil War, so people know who he is. Um, a man named Daniel Burkhardt arrives during this commotion, an old cellmate and friend of Quentin Beck, who's come to help Spider-Man stop this uh, cheap knockoff dude. Um, during the orde- ordeal, the original Mysterio returns. Uh, you see half his head missing from the gunshot, and the costume he wears in this version ditches the green for red. Yeah. And it looks pretty fucking dope. Mm. Yeah. I- I'd never seen that before I was doing the research. Very cool. And there's like a panel of him, and, and there's just like a chunk of his head missing, and 
It's just like black and hollow on the inside. It's weird. Ah. Okay. Good boy. Good boy. And that's, that's a fun part of Mysterio. Like the confrontation ends with Spider-Man wondering if Mysterio really had returned from hell, like he said he had. Mm. But he's so good with the trickery and mystery shit that not only the hell thing could be fake, but his missing face could be a trick. Yeah. And, like, the whole cancer plot could have been fake, too. Like, you don't know how far back the tricking starts. Mm. Like, that, that's kind of why I like him. Is he even real? Mm. Like, nothing no, nothing not. can ever be what it seems with Mysterio. And I think, as, as someone who loves paranoia stuff, he's, a, he's one of my favourite Marvel characters, I think. Yeah. You don't get much of him. No. Um... Hey, Trey, you've got some information about him outside of the comics. Yeah, do I? Not enough, but still. Well, I've got fucking heaps here. <laughs> um, well, let's start off with the movie, because that is the worst. Yeah, we, we've touched on it briefly in the yes, last, we, but... we have. In the Sam Raimi yep. Spider-Man franchise, they were setting up to do the fourth one. There's... I've seen too many different variations of the main villain. Sometimes it's Vulture, sometimes it's a girl Vulture, sometimes it's like Craven. Like, there's heaps of different ones. There was yeah, so a little actual cat as yeah. well. Yeah. Which, cheeky fact, was the dickhead of Catwoman. Yeah. yeah. She just yeah. wandered off set. And, and the other I'll one, be a cat somewhere. I don't care. Yeah, there was going to be Mysterio in that fourth Spider-Man movie, but I really feel like he would have been in it for two minutes because it was going to be Bruce Campbell. It was just his cameo for the movie. Yeah, he only made cameos during the film, so I really didn't think it would be much. At the same time, I'd like to hear his like voice coming out of that fucking dome. Just to get a photo of him and just put clips of from even dead on it. <laughs> okay, and then... In the TV shows, he has been in all of them, but that's because the cartoons of Spider-Man are normally pretty good. Yeah. Like, he's in the 60s. <laughs> What's that called? Oh, Chase Through the Ends of the Earth. It's like the most dramatic scene in history. Oh, he man. sounds like Jafar when he's the genie. <laughs> he's the genie I'll put it up on the Facebook page. In the 1960s cartoon, you you guys all know the one where they only draw the lines on Spider-Man's suit on the head and hands. Is it the one that also repeats frames constantly? Yes. Yep, I know the one you're talking about. It was in that voice by old Chris Wiggins. It was in two popular episodes in the first season. One's called The Menace of Mysterio, which is one of the... That goes through all his origins. It's a half an hour episode. There was only two in that season. And then Return of the Flying Dutchman. And then he came back in season three, according to my sources. <laughs> you man on the street. Yeah. And then, yeah, so he's in that a fair bit. And then he's also in, like, other episodes. But those are, like, <laughs> the popular ones from that yeah, show. Yeah, those are the... the like, he's in, he's in several other ones. And then he's in Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends, which we never saw. We only saw, like, shitty memes about it. We saw overdubs on YouTube. In, in that is voiced by Peter Cullen. Yeah. But I, I'm pretty sure those shows were very close in time. So I don't know why... Yeah, it was, it was more of a spin-off than anything. Right, and then the one we knew the best, like, the good Spider-Man animated series. Yeah. 
is voiced by Greg Berger, which is a sick name. <laughs> Greg Berger is a cool ass name. They kind of changed it a little bit. I remember in that show, he's a stunt man, mm-hmm. and then um, like Ooh, one um, of his stunts go wrong, and Spider Man saves the actress from like driving off a bridge or something. Yeah. So he blames Spider Man for ruining his career. Um, I just as every say, villain um, does. Chris Wiggins. <gasps> he also in the '66 Marvel uh, cartoons. He also was the voice of Thor. Classic. And he's uh, a guy named Cornelius in that. Baba-looking elephant dude. He's in that, that's good. Yeah, so like, as all villains do, they blame Spider-Man for their life-going shit. That seems like a crazy man. And then he goes to jail for it, and then, like, he becomes a member of the Insidious Six. Okay. When those episodes happen. And then his final appearance of the whole thing is the haunting of Mary Jane Watson, and that whole kind of storyline through the show was fucking retarded. I think they wanted to kill Mary Jane, but they didn't have the balls, so she like I think they started. She falls into like a portal, and they never follow through with it. But they definitely plan to end the show. Yeah, it's the final episode. He's like hanging out with Stanley. Yeah, it was an untouched thing. Um, I believe Fox Kids didn't want. Like, they started the story arc and then Fox realised what they were doing and kind of put a pin in it pretty quick. They used to buy heads with um, the Batman anime series a lot too. Oh. Yeah, so he's in that show a fair bit. But that, that show did go for a while, has a lot of episodes, and it's very good. I recommend that show. People forget it. We talk about the animated series of Batman a lot, but that Spider-Man one's good. Because I've had it all on the computer. It, it's a very good show. And it does a lot of stuff that's similar to the comic, so it's good. And anyway, he's in the Spectacular Spider-Man, which was the weird-looking one. I kind of like that one. He looks funny because his fishbowl kind of has a very blank face in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, it, it looks in creepy. In that man. show, he's voiced by Xander Berkeley. But, yeah, I remember that show being good as well, so watch that one if you... Like some shit. I'm fine with that. It was very cartoony looking, but it was still pretty good. One of the best cartoons ever, Ultimate Spider-Man. He's in that. He first appears in... This sounds like a very good episode. I haven't seen this one. The Moon Knight Before Christmas. Oh! An episode about Moon Knight and and Mysterio is pretty good. I'm not into that. But Twist Ending is voiced by Paul Shear. No, that's not Twist. Um, Paul Shear from How Did This Get Made? That's a podcast better than our podcast. I don't know if it's him, man. But um, they kind of portray that he'd already been a villain. Mm-hmm. And um, they presume he's dead after he's like fighting Spider-Man. He accidentally falls off the Brooklyn Bridge because it would never be Spider-Man's fault because he's not Gwen. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of in like a little flashback type thing yeah. sort of stuff. And like Spider-Man goes after him but only finds the helmet at the bottom of the river. And then he gives the helmet to Doctor Strange for safekeeping. And then, guess what happens? Uh, he, he leaves. No, the episode ends up being about his daughter. Oh. Everyone gasps. Mysterio's daughter? Yeah. I'd like to watch her beat the shit out of Joker. Francis Beck, who's voiced by Mary-Kate Wiles. I see. But yeah, so like they didn't focus on him in that show. It was kind of more like his daughter. But that's kind of a cool little shake up, mm. and I like it because 
I was thinking the reasons why I'll tell you I like it, and I thought saying he got laid is silly, but yeah. I, I like that he had a daughter who must have loved him enough. Like, he must have been a good dad to her oh, for her to go a, out of her way to be mysterious. There are some characters I like to think, like, when they're not in the costume, they're just, like, a good dude. Yeah. They just have real bad stuff in their head. Yeah. And then this is a list of video games. We're not going to go into it too well because it's fucking long. all of them. Is in the Spider-Man Quest Probe game. Okay. Don't ask me. First boss in the Amazing Spider-Man for Game Boy. Final mm. boss in the Amazing Spider-Man 2. But these are old games. This is not the movie or anything. Yep. Sega CD version of the Amazing Spider-Man vs. the Kingpin. Why is that a whole game? I don't know. He appears in, get this, Spider-Man, Mysterio's Menace. No shit. He appears in the game, The Amazing Spider-Man. He appears in Spider-Man Return of the Sinister Six. I think we had that one on Game Boy. Yeah, we had the Game Boy. It was the first boss, I believe, at the carnival. Yeah, Pummel Blast. That might have been a different game, but... Oh. Yeah, because it was him, then Craven, and then we never got any further. Because we're bad at it. He is in the Super NES and Sega Genesis, like animated series games he's in the Super Famicom game The Amazing Spider-Man Lethal Foes not a Famicom you would be able to 2000 Spider-Man PC What's Nintendo 64 it's a family computer Dreamcast and PlayStation game so it's just a PC nah it's like a shitty NES oh, he appears in Spider-Man 2 like the movie video game we yeah. had that one I people, remember him I remember hearing people absolutely love that version of him in the, in the game but the games of the Spider-Man movies are always good because they can't make a whole game about the movie. Like, I remember you have, to, the universe. you have to fight, like, Rhino and shit in that game. It wasn't just, oh, Dr. Octopus for two hours. Yeah, it, it ruins the film universe in a way that the movies just can't do. Um, yeah, he first appears without a secret identity trying to discredit Spider-Man as a fake. Uh... And That's during that time, he released several criminals, including Herman motherfucking Schultz. Oh! Um, and stuff, and then, like, Should we say on. that's the shocker before we move on? Yes. Alright, that's the shocker. Let's, let's Later, he appears as Mysterio, but he's posing as an alien. He's coming yeah, from I remember New York. Like and, and shit. It was crazy. Yeah, and he goes into the Funhouse of Doom. Yeah, I remember. Hidden in an apartment. But yeah, like, he, he's... Oh, the whole thing in that game that was pretty good. <sighs> Fuck. Oh, I did like this part though. Mm-hmm. Also in the game, um, when he's fought in the store, like there's a, a store fight. Wow. His boss meter appears to have three bars, but it's cheeky Mysterio. He does not have that much health. He's not a good boss while he's in his <laughs> damn. Oh no. It's an illusion. Oh no, my boy. Um, he's a mini boss in Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but those games have a fucking lot of people yeah. in Friend or Foe as well, which I think was very similar with the amount of people. <sighs> PlayStation 2 and PSP version of Spider-Man Web of Shadows. Was he in Web of Shadows? No, he's only in the PS2 and PSP version. Huh. I haven't even seen anything of that, and we've covered that game we previously. Notes didn't go very far, apparently. Our video game ones tend to suck. No, the problem with that one was Trivia and I tried to do the notes together, and 
I got confused and started doing Shannon Dimension. Oh, yeah, she wandered off. Ah, oh, segwaying like a bitch. Here oh, we are at Shattered Dimensions. Queen of Stanway still! Voiced by David Kay. This game will always be good because he's the main fucking villain. Yeah. And, like, it's always like Doc Ock or Goblin or whoever's the villain in that movie. So, David Kay. Yep. But that was the thing. I got confused as to which Spider-Man game we were doing, and I was like so pumped to review that game because I watched full gameplay. It's so good. And I was like, it was our first taste of Deadpool and too. And different stuff. And then Toby's like, oh, I mean, doing? you can save that. We might use it, but that's not what we're doing. And I was like, the two days of work. And Toby's like, no, we're not doing it. Like, I'm, I'm sure we will. Come. You will know David K as Megatron Robot Chicken. You'll know him as Clank in Ratchet and Clank. Oh. You'll know him as a dragon in Teen Titans Go. I don't know if that's about. Um. Yeah, he's in heaps of stuff that we recognise. A lot of bit parts, a lot of stuff. What's a dragon? In that game, it was like a really cool intro video of him and Spider-Man fighting in a museum and accidentally break the Tablet of Order and Chaos, which oh, makes yeah. reality a bit bonkers. Like, and the pieces of the tablet go to all different worlds, and every time a villain encounters one, it gives them powers. And make he also plays a guy in Be Cool Scooby Doo named Duncan. Duncan. Oh, Duncan. Let's Duncan. Make episode Duncan. Duncan. Does he make donuts? No, it doesn't say that. That's Duncan, not Duncan. Duncan Donut. Um, but he gets a piece of the tablet and it makes his illusions real magical powers, which is pretty cool. But yeah, we'll end up going into that game. Um, Marvel Superhero Squad Online. I remember that show being real fucking weird. Remember the one where they looked real short and chubby? Oh, yeah. Dr. Doom, Fing Fang Foom and Abomination. Yeah, that that was fun. Lego Marvel Superheroes, voiced by David Sobolov. I remember that one. It's a bonus mission. You get your Magneto and Mystique, and um, fucking Mysterio's stolen your chess pieces, and you've got to get them back. Oh. He's in... I didn't know this one. I, I loved it. Disney Infinity. Is he? Yeah. He looks really cool. Do you have cool a figure though. and everything? No, no figure. Oh, damn, I would have got that. Then Marvel Avengers Alliance, again voiced by David Kay. Um, oh, um, and he was in, in, in Disney Infinity as well. I'm yeah. glad they're like five. I like when they keep with you. I like when they keep with you. Mobile app Spider Man Unlimited. Disney Infinity 3.0, again, David Kay. Marvel Avengers Alliance 2, Lego Marvel Superheroes 2. Yeah, and Marvel Lego Future mobile game. Oh, it's great. Those are his video games. I'm glad he's in so many. At least he's getting he some recognition somewhere. It's definitely not in movies, but it's something. Speaking of recognition in movies. Yeah. Uh, boys in your travels, did you come across anything about the um, movie that they also is trying to put into development at the moment? The Sinister Six? No. Sinister Six. Sinister Six. Sinister Six. Sinister Six has been shelved at the moment because they're like, there's no reason why people would like connect to the characters. 
They're yeah. currently looking at breaking it down Majestice. and doing Mysterio and Craven the Hunter. Oh, That'd be shit. pretty sick. I'm into if that. Craven the Hunter isn't played by the guy who's Gaston, I will oh. be so fucking disappointed. That is good casting. That'd be good Just casting. The way we'll he looks in gas in Beauty and the Beast, it is Craven. And they're trying to get Drew Woodard, who was the director for Captain in the Woods, to direct Craven and thing, and they reckon that'll work. It won't though, because who the fuck is saying, hey, let's make Spider-Man movies? Should we put Spider-Man in? Nah. No, no, so what they're going to do... they want to stretch out the universe without using Spider-Man, because that's all they have left. They're going to have Venom. Which is already looking awful, sorry to say. Silver and Black, which is Silver Sable and Black Cat. Yeah. Then they would do this one, but in this is where they would start linking up and then trying to work out a way to get Tom Holland to come over and do like well allegedly he was spotted at Venom on the set but they said he's here as Peter Parker not Mm. Spider-Man that's that's probably bullshit that's what I heard Mm. so from the news article that I found that's like explaining all this they're trying to do like at least set up a couple of characters within Sinister Sticks so that when you watch it, you're like, oh, cool, it's Craven or Mysterious. Well, yeah, I hope so they do connect it, though, together. because obviously we've been hinted at it in Homecoming when Mulch is in prison mm-hmm. and Scorpion says, like, yeah, there's a few dudes we have there. a few people who are interested. Yeah, you because, the one. well, they were going to do Sinister Six straight up, but then... Um, but then the Amazing Spider-Man universe tanked real hard. Well, that happened, but also the reception for Suicide Squad. And they're like, obviously people can't get behind characters that they That's don't tough. know. Yeah. So if we sit there and do like mini team-up films and build up the characters, then when we sit there and do a, you know, Spider-Man versus Sinister Six, you know that you back Spider-Man, you know that... You, at least the story that comes from, um, you know, you'll have Black Cat, you'll have Venom, you'll have, you know, Mysterio, so that you kind of... You know it would be fucking cool mm-hmm. if they do all that real quick and then they finally make Spider-Man 2 and in prison, like, Scorpion says to Vulture, like, there are these dudes here who, like, in the 90s were villains like and just have them already in prison and make that movie set yeah like in the pre- 90s when there was no superheroes except i think captain marvel's meant to be set in the 90s yeah um but then like they can do a fucking prison break take all their old gear to tinkerer because he's already their boy and say fix it like make it good and then they all go after spider-man and say like yeah, like, I, we want Spider-Man killed if we help the other half of the group get out of prison. They'll help us. We haven't seen any yet until we see Ant-Man and Wasp. But I like these buddy cop movies that are coming out at the moment that we're hearing about. Mysterio and Craven. And then so you got black. Velma and Daphne. Yeah. <gasps> I'm see- I want this to be a thing of just, like, team-up movies. I'm very into this. Every, everything no, will because be like then every fuckhead on the internet who doesn't know what a comic is just going to be like, 
Oh my god, make Spider-Man and Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I'm picturing like 21 Jump Street with all sorts of characters I already like. Shocker and Doctor Doom. But that's the Doctor thing, Doom like, has to work with a shit villain. He's like, how did I get stuck with you? And it's, I don't know. The, if if they want to make some money. I want them to keep the actors that make that current comic about Thanos a movie. You know, the one that's set like millions of years in the future when he's won and he's wiped out everything on Earth. He's got like Hulk on a fucking lead. And he's got Thing's hand. And Frank Castle is the cosmic Ghost Rider. He got the Ghost Rider powers and then he sucked up to Galactus and got. And Silver Surfer powers as well. Yeah, he's just and then like, Silver Surfer shows up, mm-hmm. but he's all black now, and he has Mjolnir. What the fuck universe is that? It's amazing. It's set in one where he's already killed everybody. I think the and, reason and now death on... doesn't love him because there's no more death. <laughs> um, I think the reason they're doing a lot of these like double ups is it's a way to keep story length sensible. Yeah, like, they, yeah. they haven't really done one, it much. But yeah. they can't. Yeah, like, there's more common stuff. Yeah. Alright, um, we'll, we'll go back to Mysterio a bit to round things off. Um, a final example of his abilities. Was to that a pun about his helmet? Uh, <laughs> I, it wasn't supposed to be, but you can have it. No, I don't. Yeah. Oh, I found a great pun website. I'll show you later. No. I hate him. <laughs> a final example of his abilities to trick and control. Oh, anyone. yay! We've covered this a little yeah, bit. Yeah, is Old Man Logan. Um, we discussed this in the alternate universe episode, but just to recap, a massive explosion goes off in the X Mansion, kill, killing Jubilee. Wolverine goes who, into a rage. Who will make fireworks? I think. Uh, who will do not much now? <laughs> yeah, Wolverine cracks the shits and kills the supervillains trying to get into the school. And once they're all dead, he realizes that it was just an illusion, and all those dead supervillains are just the other X Men. Oh no. Um, I think Mysterio deserves, like, way more credit than he gets. Um, yeah, even after something like that, people don't, like, know his name. I think it's, I think it's strictly because he's not in the movie. I think that's all it takes. Yeah, because no one reads books. They just go, I love Ant-Man, and then in a week they'll be like, I love Thanos. Yeah. Fuck. Fucking um, I love Shazam for the next year. And with that, um, do you guys have any final thoughts about Mysterio before we go on our own way? Good man. He's got he's, a cool. He's a good visual. He's in a lot of good, good things, though. Yeah. Like his comics are good, video games are good ones, TV shows are good ones. Yeah, he's got really good movies. And some sort of weird stage play. And he has some good friends. Because mm. behind Batman, by far the best group of villains. Yeah. Spider Man's. Mm. Hawkeye's next after that. No, remember that list? <laughs> I don't know if he has like, any villains. <laughs> It was Captain America's villains and one of the pictures on the... Was Scarecrow? Yeah, from Arkham Asylum. Because there is a Marvel villain called Scarecrow. I don't, know. I don't know if it's a Cap villain anyway. I like the issue where he has to eat the shield. Okay. For today's homework, we are looking at bad career choices. Mysterious ability in the practical effects and magic-like talents. Um, I think you'd be better off going into performing. He'd be better off being like a Chris Angel mind freak instead of a Spider-Man C-list character. So the homework question is: Who else is in the wrong line of work in comic books? Who wants to go first? Meg. Okay. 
Well, we were talking about this today, and everybody kind of gave me mine, but I thought it was cool because mm. I bought an Ivy statue today. Are you plugging your own statue? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she should just, like you said, like Cody. She's talking about poison ivy, by the way. Yeah, I'm talking about poison ivy. <laughs> I said ivy. You said statue. statue. You said ivy, ivy. statue. <laughs> <laughs> Just the leaves. I got a statue of the leaves. <laughs> no. Characters are overrated. It's all bases now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so she should just go into a horticultural, like, nursery job thing, like, own her own nursery, but also, like, branch out to, like, third world countries and be like, hey, you give me the money, so I'll give you all these fruit trees, and then you, world hunger's done. Mm. And yeah. And then she can like make real rare ones, and just said like, oh, these are like almost extinct. Yeah. Well, bananas are gonna be gone soon. She could just fix that for a bunch of money. Yeah. Bananas That's are expensive. Ones, though. Yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna re banana. Re banana. Who's next? What about you, Shrey? Who is good? No, I think a lot of these heroes are. Two nights. Yeah. And I should stop. <laughs> okay. Because I was thinking about old mate. Oh Flash. The Flash. <laughs> yeah, what about And him? I was thinking about Incredibles and at the end. He should just fucking, like, beat Usain Bolt just by a little bit and just become like a real rich runner win all the yeah. win okay. all the things or, in the Olympics. Alternatively, he could be the best delivery boy ever. No, nah, there's no money in delivery boy. I tell you. No, yeah. if you know what Jay Fry was poor. If if he is every single Uber driver across America, then yeah, there's probably some sick money to be made. Yeah, but yeah. Was, you could just like make a deal with Nike and wear their hat and get like fifty bucks an hour <laughs> for it. It's wearing their hat as he runs around and fighting cold Woodsy. No, he's not fighting crime. He has issues with that because doesn't he steal the pizzas from the, the shop and then he feels bad so he goes and rebits the kitchen? Yeah, he's a bad investment character. <laughs> yeah, but because I've seen about the end now. of Incredibles, oh. how they like keep telling him like, "Let's slow down, go faster," and he comes second. Yeah, Flash could have just done that and like always hid the full potential. Mm. Um, or Green Lantern could be a pimp and just make bitches. Kind of like when Jack Black was going to be Green Lantern. In that script, he made a woman for his friend to bang. That's so upsetting. Wow. Can you create textures with lantern powers, or is it all feel? I, I, I don't know. I'm sure it feels different. They get do like a flexible net, but they do like a big hammer. That's two different things. But can they make mm. wetness? Yeah. All right, uh, I got, I got two. One more realistic than the other. Which one should I go with? Oh, okay. Alright, so my first one is the T-Spheres, baby. Okay. Um, used by Mr. Terrific. Um, the T-Spheres are these small little balls that kind of float around him. Um, picture the Google Pebble that we have for Google Home, but works constantly. Doesn't require internet or to be plugged in, but it also can do holograms. And if you tell it to like do any technology, it'll just do it all you. So should I point out they're in Arrow and Superheroes Club? No, what's the one that we got? No, the one that we got Cartoon Network for. Oh, uh, shit, Just League Action. Yeah. Is your series? Just to do both of those. Answer, um, Starro. Oh, no, this is not good. Just to be, like, a cashier at, like, a store? 
I'd go, I'd go to any Coles and Starro workout just to see. Yeah, because you'd have like <laughs> a little hat on the top. <laughs> but, um... I'd, I'd just, he would yeah. be a good manager because he'd brainwash everyone for peak efficiency. And then when they knock off, the little star comes off and they hang it on the hook. Peak efficiency star. Um, well, considering all the fucking time we spent fighting with the Google Home, the idea of just a perfect one makes me very happy. No. One that can make a hologram and shit. Be cool. Um, my more ridiculous one, which I think would be a good item of transport. Hey. No, it's um the Doctor Doom and Fantastic Four Afterlife Transporter. So Doctor Doom tries to build like a bus that goes to the afterlife. But like the might, magic school bus, but not. Yeah, but to not Death. heaven or hell, just to like where souls go. Yeah, and he fucked it up, and then Reed Richard presumably stole it, fixed it, and then went to get the thing. Who was dead at the time? Uh-huh. I think people would pay good money to like visit their relatives and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I would and go there and just talk to do stuff going on. Yeah. We'll so walk up to people. Yeah, I'm at a Coco bus. I'll go there and say, how did you die? And they'll say, like, old age, I'll go, and go oh, how did you die? Nervous. And he goes, oh, um, workplace accident. And I'll pull up a chair and just go, what happened, old friend? <laughs> and I would just hear nice stories. <laughs> okay. Of death. Yeah. <laughs> I see. There's beauty in it. There's beauty. I, lo- I love the just insane amount of bullshit things Ray Richards can build. Yeah, he's and, dumb. I'm and sad a, they're bringing him back. And Death Boss is one of my highlights. Very convenient so I think that's a good now that Marvel has the rights to them in the movies they're returning. Very interesting. Comic book watchdogs at home. Um, Kai, you got some good inventions that would make the world better. Okay. So originally, I was trying to work out if there's someone between, like, Ratcatcher and Ant-Man, so he could go in and tell the pest head to leave this place. Could just be Ant-Man. Because yeah. he can punch with, like, normal Toby... people power. He could just punch the rat. Well, Toby said I'm not allowed to do that one. <laughs> no, she wanted to communicate with bugs. Yeah, I wanted someone that could punch the bugs. Yeah, you punch an ant, it knows you don't like it. No. It's okay. It's okay because I found, I found squad goals. Okay. So, Legion of, of Superheroes like, oh, from, like, no. the 60s. Oh, no, Legion of Superheroes. Talk, talk to us about Polar Lad and Electric Lass and no, no, other student no, no, shit no. boy. God, better than that. <laughs> Go. Okay, the only one that I can't really work out where he fits, Bouncing Boy. He's just he's a bouncy ball man. Yeah, if you so need to, if you catch stuck in a tree, you sit on his shoulders thing. and he bounces. Well, I don't, I don't or know. Or when you're angry, you throw him at the Babies. wall. He can be a childcare person. <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying to work out how he fits in there. Then you've got Chlorophyll Kid. Chlorophyll Kid. Who just makes plants grow faster. Oh, they all So suck. it's kind of like a poison ivy, you know. They shouldn't yeah. be. You put him in they a shouldn't pot. exist. Instant garden. Great for the current environment. So are you just hiring all of the Legion of Superheroes as like a handyman service? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> so then you get... Cut my lawn. You, grow you, my tree. <laughs> you get him. Bounce off wall. You get him. Yeah. And he, he, like, you know, turns it green, gets some good air going. <laughs> then you got Dream Girl. Oh, no. She can tell the future in her dreams. So, you know, it's like, she's keeping you entertained. <laughs> if, if we're going with it, you've got Bouncy Boy taking care of your children. You've got Chlorophyll <laughs> Kid doing the gardening. 
What if he thinks all people can bounce and he throws a child at the ground? You're a dream girl. No, he's got it. He's got like a, you know, what what would you like to know about your future? Has a little cat nap. Is this a good investment? Just so you know. And then you have Matter Eater Lad. Oh, fuck me. Who eats stuff, but he can eat so much that he wants an indestructible machine so it wouldn't destroy the universe. So, like, he could eat all of your rubbish. And it so, it's an, he's now the garbage man. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure he loves eating, like, used to of and, and just, like, banana peels all day. Why I like how you went straight to use tampons. Well I, thought of, well, I thought to myself, what's the worst garbage you'd be forced to eat because Kaya hires you? I thought that would be pretty cool. <laughs> kitty litter is also another big sample. Of no, he doesn't eat the garbage. He's but he garbage could eat, like your car. What? Why did I? <laughs> why would I want him to eat my car? If you if you ever cheat on me, I will get him to come eat your car. That's good. Um. So oh my god, Legion of Superheroes are now just like that MTV cheaters show. Look, look. <laughs> We're just going for us to do. Like Kaya do her third one. They, no, no. That they, was the first one, wasn't it? That was it. They got oh. they got kicked out of DC Comics in '93 because they weren't Very dark good. or gritty. So I'm like, they need. I've thought of three more here looking at this Lego. Oh, uh, yes. Sponsored Alfred by Lego. should work for, like, the government because he's so good at shit. <laughs> okay. Penguin should just go into a fucking freak show with the circus. That's not very nice. He should just run a successful business. If we We've were... already watched that movie. No, but happened. he should have stayed have there yeah, just and made believe. some bank. Um... And the other one, this is in Amalgamatum or whatever it's mm-hmm. called when it's the mashup. Amalgamation. Yeah. I would watch a <laughs> jackass show, but it's Deadpool and Joker. Oh my god. That's upsetting. And it would just be like, instead of like punching each other in the balls between things, Joker would like hit him in the head with a sledgehammer and Deadpool would be fought and they'd just laugh. Yeah. yeah. And then they would do the some psycho shit. That'd be great. No, I'm, I'm very impressed that Leapfrog can be in on that too. Mm-hmm. I'm glad none of us resorted to like the Iron Man suit or something. No, because that's, that's too, too easy. easy. But that's the thing. It, it, I did like in my head, um, so Iron Man 1, he gets kidnapped after doing his missile testing. He puts on the suit, he gets free. And then in my head, he just. I'm goes, not selling enough bombs. America didn't save me. No, he goes, fuck, that was close. And just like goes back to selling missiles. That was a step in the right direction. To sell, Back to work. He had to make better ones so they could defeat the Jericho missile. <laughs> yeah, but also, everyone's an Iron Man now. The three of us actually pick like superheroes and use their powers. Toby picks gadgets. No, Toby I just picks like stuff Star that Oak. you could just go buy at, a, at the store. I can't go and buy a Legion of Superheroes. You could if no, you tried. No, finding new ways for our people to use their powers. You didn't find your way for people to use their powers. You found ways for people to get rich quick and then for China to rip it off. All right, then I want... Magneto should just I want Green Goblin to sell that gas that he had in the first movie. Oh. His glider or whatever the fuck his plot was. Oh. Yeah. You know how people have them, like, scary mazes? And it's like, yeah. oh, not everyone can get right to the end. It's just a fucking... It's just an apartment those. and you just get fear gas. <laughs> There's nothing in it. And whoever MTS. hasn't, like, gone full cuckoo by, like, 4.35, they, they get, get on the wall Lexus. of fame in a shirt. Oh, wow, they get a Honda Civic. That's actually really, that reminds me of 
we took, I think we've told this story in the podcast before, but we took my nephews to um, Warner Brothers Movie World on the Gold Coast. And they have like a DC villain section. And Toby like pulls him and he's like, look, look, it's Scarecrow. It's, you know, yeah. He's explaining it all to them. And they've all got like water jets in them. So it smacks the kids it's, right it's, in the it's face. It's razor gas during the speech. I saw like on YouTube. Missed. So, so, so I put them in front of it. And then Toby tricked them to the No, I thought it had a smoke like, machine and poison ivy had acid like, spitting plants and then that water, but he, he like did like a misty smoke. Yeah, thing. that's right. I wasn't actually running when it happened. They actually just light a fire and you breathe in, sm- you breathe in burning fire. plastic. And that's just an e-cigarette at the end of his tank. Oh. Vape. It smells like Vape pill. Nation. But that's the thing, for the rest of the day, Toby was trying to convince him that... You're not actually scared of this roller coaster. you've just been gassed, gas. bro. Oh. That's how I got him on the Scooby-Doo, right? That's pretty good, though. Like That's the best lie I've ever done. Yeah. Make sure you listen that's to awesome. Fred and Fred, our Scooby-Doo episode. So now we're saying you want Monsters Unleashed. And then the shitty prequels. <laughs> and how bad that ride was on the same trip. Because that was that same trip. That was the same trip that it was empty, yes. There was nothing in it. Oh. The end. Yeah. But legitimately. Yes. I, I also want Greg Goldblum to market his glider so we can get past these shitty hoverboards and just move on to something better. I'm pretty sure yeah. people don't care about them anymore. I know, but I want everyone up in the sky. Time. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Ladies and future boys, it's time to close the book on this episode of the School for Wayward Nerds. I hope you've learned a bit about my favourite, one of my favourite Marvel boys. Maybe learn a little bit about yourself. As always, rate, review, and subscribe to hear more of the podcast. Like us on Facebook to see some geek news I find interesting sometimes. And stay up to date with the show. I'm Toby, joined by Kyle. Hiya. Meg. Yeah. And Mr. Cola. <laughs> I think spoke the most this podcast out of any other podcast. You're Spider-Man expert. Well, sometimes I drink during the podcast. <laughs> yeah. We don't know about the... The more you drink, the less you think. That's right. Yeah. Be Especially good. if it's Beppus. Yeah. Because you don't think, you just do. Yeah. Right, back to Toby. Be good and wear a cape to work. No one's going to fucking stop you. Whilst dismissed. You'll get beat or not. Nah, you got a cape. No, yeah. they'll grab your cape and beat you up. They'll hold it they'll down. They'll choke you with no. Nah, they'll be jolly. They'll find you hung in your cell. They'll be jolly. They'll throw it away. If first. you took one, right. they'd throw you off the pier by but hold you up. I have to. So secretly waiting for capes to be fashionable. I have to I, show I, you they guys. They are fashionable. Bring back the fanny no, pack. They, you know, sometimes when a pocket's not big enough. They're back. Who did it? Um, Gucci. Yeah, probably. Gucci gang. Expensive brought back fanny packs. Oh, the lads. You remember them. Yep. You knew yeah. one. Yeah. Um. No, people wear capes. It's just like attached to their stuff. Like, it's when girls have it in their, like, shirts. They're just longer at the back. You're just describing a cape. big shirt. No, it's just longer at the back, not at the front. Oh, mullet dresses. Right, yeah, shut the but fuck they call it a cape. Oh, <laughs> <I'm, I'm laughs> shit. No, I was talking Toby. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I...